She gets a podcast. My name is Shan. I am Chantal. I am the creator. I am the editor. I am the one filled with nonsense. I am the one that's going to get it done. I am she. She's me. Shanbypodden.com was good. This is She Gets It Pod. All right. And you are where you need to be at. Today, today, I mean, we almost done with the month. It's April 27th and I'm in your ear or in your car or on your watch. I don't know where y'all listen to this at. Let me know. Where are you listening to She Gets It Pod at? I know my biggest listeners on Apple, but if you're listening a different way on a different platform, let me know, right? Now, y'all see the title. Love is a wave of shit. And I mean that. I mean that in the most honest and direct way, okay? I'm not throwing dirt on love. I'm not throwing hate on love. And I'm not throwing love on love. I'm throwing honesty. Love today is mostly rooted in insecurities. That's why people be like, let me see your phone. Why you got a password? Why you closing the door? Why I can't listen? Where you going? And then when you get to the place... Hey, I was just calling to check in. No, you were calling to check to make sure I was at where I told you I was going to be at as if I'm a child. I don't even do that to my kids. Like once my friends take the girls and they get to where they at, I trust that they at where they at. And they send me pictures and they look like a whole family and I had nothing to do with it. And I'm just like, kudos to you. Enjoy your time. Peace. You know what I'm saying? I've never felt a need to go through a man's phone that I was in a relationship with, that I was given pussy pie to. Um, I have I have older brothers and I know like a man is going to do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Just like a woman that's a hoe is just in her to be a hoe. You can't love the hoe out of her. Um, you can't... Uh, give her a lot of stuff thinking she's not going home. She just going home because she feel like she should have the ability to hold and also digging your pockets. All right. It's a mindset. And I think a lot of people put themselves in positions in other people's lives that they know they should not be in for the things that they want, for the ways that they want to be cared for, for the ways that they want to be loved. You know this motherfucking puzzle piece don't fit here. But you forcing this puzzle piece to fit because maybe you tired of doing the puzzle. Maybe you tired of looking. Maybe you tired of trying. Maybe, you know, this motherfucker just looks cute next to you and you want to make it be a thing and it's never going to be a thing. So when you truly are balanced in your value, you know when and who ain't for you and you at peace with that shit. When you truly healed, you'll rather be solo than to surround yourself with bad vibes. Love is also a wave of positive and negative shit and I'm going to talk about it. Good morning.
Welcome back to the Sticky Notes, okay? This is where I get into my random thoughts, okay? Enjoy, buckle your seatbelt. I might say some things you're not ready for me to say, but I'm going to say them, okay? Because I can. This is She Gets a Pod. My name is Shannon. Let's go. Well, some sticky notes. I feel like I haven't done sticky notes in a while. Sometimes sticking to one group of people doing a similar thing and thinking like the one group that you're around will limit your growth. Now, some th- some people would be like, hmm, that's, that sounds like, hmm, it sounds like what the fuck I said. Sometimes when you only want to be classified or put in this one box will limit your growth because You might have the potential to reach a bigger audience, but you're limiting yourself because you only want to solely be seen under this thing or this group or this area. Another reminder for society is lame people going to do lame things because that's what they know how to do best and that's what they're supposed to do. Some people are going to be lames all their life. They were born a lame, their mama knew they wasn't lame, and... People are only going to be around their son or their daughter because they can use them. They know like the person that they're dating is only with them this long. Or they made it three months in the same relationship. Or they definitely using them for this. Or I know when they come ask me for money for this, they're going to give it to such and such. Like parents know. Teachers know. Your grandparents know when you are lame. Your kids know when you're a lame. That's why kids be trying certain parents and don't be trying the other one. Beware of fake check-ins in your relationships. Especially friendships. Some some friends are the ones that set you up to get your house robbed. You tell them where you going and they acting friendly and funny in your face. And when you gone, they cleaning out your shit. And they just looking for a cut. They don't give a fuck. Okay? When you're in relationships, a lot of women feel like, oh, you know, he always calling. He's always checking in on me. Not all the time. You might have you a good one, a square. But a lot of males these days, they check in on the woman to see where they at so they not around there. So they not over there. So they know the coast is clear. So they know how much time they got to fuck off. So anybody that call me and want to listen to my background and want to know if I'm in my car or I'm at the office, <laughs> I'm in my skin. What's up? Okay? All right. Don't, if, if, if anybody ain't tell you shit, she ain't told you. Your life will always be moving towards your most consistent thoughts and efforts, okay? Because a lot of people sit and they think some bomb shit, but they ain't doing nothing. They ain't working on nothing. They're not improving nothing. They're not listening back on their worst to improve their best. They're not. So that's why it's mostly beneficial when you don't say shit about what you're doing until it's done. You don't talk no shit 
to other people who way ahead of you got more capital than you to make that dream you got their dream and not put in the work. Learn to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Learn to shut the fuck up so you can get up. Whether that's financially, um, emotionally, or mentally. A lot of people are not happy where they're at right now, but they sleep like they're ecstatic about their fucking circumstances. Y'all know some people that sleep. Don't act like you don't know people that sleep like a newborn and they didn't didn't shit all day. You wake up to go to work, they on them same corners, they ain't doing shit. Why are you fully dressed at the gas station at 5 a.m. and you ain't got nowhere to be? What? What? Most people think the price that they set for their services or the career they got or their career that, you know, they're trying to create a business behind is a problem. That's not the problem because you got that in the bag. You're doing a great job at that. It's the quality that you're offering with that expected price. You got to make the quality match the price you ask it. And if the quality of what you're doing is not matching the price that you're asking, people are not going to buy in. If the hype is not matching the price that you're asking, people are not going to buy in. Like when people be like, oh, you going to Coachella this year? $1,000 for a motherfucking ticket. Hell no, I ain't going to Coachella. Ain't nobody I like that much to get them $1,000 because $1,000 to me might not be $1,000 to the next person that ain't got shit going on. I don't know. Okay. I'm not counting nobody's pocket. I don't like men who count other men's pockets. I think that's very bitch-like. Take that how you take that. I don't like men who sit around in a group of other men talking about what the next men should have did that's way ahead of where they at. That's also bitch-like to me. (laughs) What? Depending on one person to do it all for you is like depending on your dream to come true based upon one action. Shit don't work like that. You not a trust fund kid, get over yourself. Oh my mama, get over yourself. The people we have in life that are willing to do what others won't get more than what the most get. Remember that. Put that in your back pocket. Keep it with you. We have to stop waiting for people to save us. Stop waiting for someone to save you. Or make our dreams come true. That's selfish. Okay? You're able. I've seen some great artists, some great creators that are disabled in real life. But I don't have no pity for someone with a fully functioning brain, arms, hands, legs. The ability to be great, but just waiting to catch a ride. Why are you waiting to catch a ride on some shit? When you really want what you say you do, you prepare and you make space for it. 
That's what you do automatically because you know it's coming. You believe that it's coming. Okay? This girl was like, um, a few weeks ago, she was like, being vulnerable for a man is ghetto. Right? I think we were in spaces. I think it was with Greg and um and Drake, um, from everything culture. And we was in spaces. And I'm just like, dog. Being vulnerable for a man is not ghetto. It's a gamble. I say that. I think being vulnerable for anybody is a gamble because they're either going to take your kindness for weakness or they going to want some more of that shit that you talking or you doing. And I think it's super important for us to never lessen the goal that we have and to make sure that we make our focus bigger and better and more direct and more elaborate. Because when people see that you're willing to make it true, despite people's doubt, then that's when they're going to start supporting you. That's when they're going to start, you know, making space for you, making an opportunity for you. Oh, you know, like we usually don't allow people to come in this late in the process, but since you already prepared, I'll allow this one time. That one time could be the key to a thousand more times, a thousand more placements, a thousand more opportunities. You just got to keep being consistent and prepared. If the effort you putting in is not going to provide better opportunities for you, you got to find some other place to be putting in your effort. So it's a balanced thing. So I try not to get comfortable in anything I'm enjoying too much, too much that I lax. So yeah, I got a job. Yeah, I'm comfortable financially taking care of what I need to take care of. I'm not struggling, but at the same time, could it be better? Hell yeah. Am I happy where I am paying my bills? No. Did I know I wasn't going to be happy when I started eventually? Yes. But when you when you are um, a parent, a provider, a protector, the only one in your household, the one that always comes through and you could depend on um, it all the time, you're going to end up doing something that you don't really enjoy to make something else possible. And that's what I'm doing right now. But I'm never at a job thinking that's going to be the job. The only job that's the job for me is the work I create for myself. The opportunities I create for myself. Okay? So I'm always working somewhere and always looking for work. Always doing interviews. Always, you know, updating my resume. I might be working on this project, but I'm always working on two more projects when people sleep. You know what I'm saying? It was no time before I put out, you know, one podcast book and I was working on the second podcast book two weeks after I put out that podcast book and I put that out in like three days. If you got a vision and you got a focus, stick to it. Never get comfortable where 
the opportunities for growth are limited. Take that how you need to take that. Let's get into this episode. Good love feels like home. It feels like a bond you might share with your closest parent, a safety feeling that you might feel like, ah, okay, I made it. Or, ah, all right, I can take my shoes off and my socks. Uh, Ah, it's okay if a a little fart falls out. My booty cheeks, you know, they're not going to hate me. You know what I'm saying? It's a comfort place, right? When you're around a person and time stops and time does not exist and, you know, yeah, I know I got to work tomorrow, but I'm going to just call out in the morning. Not I'm going to call out right now. I'm going to call out in the morning because I probably don't want to go because my people's here. My person is here. I want to stay here with them. That's when you know your ass is in love. If everything was good, right? Clean and happy for all of us. Nobody would value shit. We only value the good and the clean and the things that we love and the people that we love because we know the opposite of that. We understand what it's like to hate some shit, hate some people, not like a situation, not be comfortable. Uh, We know what it's like to not have goodness, right? And that's the only reason why we appreciate it. Someone has to be bad, sad, wrong, the hoe, the stand-up guy, the thief, the help, the selfish one. That's why I laugh at those who set out to change people who don't want to change. Sweetheart, they not for you. And that's a unisex, sweetheart. Sweetheart, they not for you. They wasn't built for you. They not supposed to be for you. That was a... Temporary mistake that you're trying to make into a plan. That is not with the plan, okay? That was a sample that I tried it. It don't work. I don't want to purchase, right? And with that, when people are not for you, they also not the people you keep long-term. There's some people I believe that will be single and should be single until their casket drop, until somebody cremates them, until their body is found in the woods, until, um, you know, unfortunately they have died a tragic death in a train crash or you got hit by a bus. And you know what? (laughs) They had a life, they lived it. The Lord took them and said, okay, enough, right? I can't step in the way of those people getting the karma that was coming to them regardless of me being in their life or not, right? At the same time, I love a lot of people, right? And I loved a lot of people. And I haven't seen those motherfuckers in years. Do I feel bad that I haven't seen them in years? No, because I understand that we had our time. And I hope that they're doing whatever in life They deserve to be doing. Take that how you take that. Okay. You got to grow with my greatness. And if you can't grow in my greatness, you missing in action, you being MIA does not hurt my feelings. Right. You got to motivate me to be true. And I have to do the same for you. I'm not the person that will lie to you for your comfort. 
I'm not going to chase what isn't meant for me either. And you shouldn't either. Love is also ugly, but (laughs) you know, when it comes to capitalism, they paint love in a way where it's beautiful. Everybody should want it. You should, you know, come here, find love, download this app, find the love of your life. Watch love is blind. Love ain't like that. Y'all playing with love. Y'all playing with people's marriages. Y'all playing with people's time. And I don't know about you, but Amazon Prime or regular Amazon don't sell time. Okay? They don't sell time. They sell convenience. Okay? And I got me five packages that's coming tomorrow that I ordered today. And I love it. Right? But nobody is selling you more time. Nobody is giving you time back after you spent three years with a motherfucker that was never for you. Five years with somebody that was never about you. 15, 10 years with somebody that would probably spit on you in the street if they didn't need something from you. Okay? And that's the reality. Love is ugly too. The good get sick and they leave this earth. The beautiful droops, fades, gets grays, loses muscle mass. Do you love the person's character is the point. Do you have a true friendship at the beginning of the day, during the day, and at the end of the day? Do you pour into each other's interest? Loving someone when they are grieving is a fucking test. Loving someone who doubts themselves is a test, especially when you're depending on them in a family with other children, with a mortgage, with multiple vehicles, with a business, okay? Loving someone through disappointment or disrespect or trying to build back a bond at the same time That's a fucking test. And that is the shit that's not marketed about love. That is the shit that's not marketed about marriages. Because if they marketed that way, there's probably a lot less people would be running to get married, spending 50K on a wedding, uh, super, uh, super like, I need this. It must be this. I, you know, it has to be this way. It has to look like this. You have to wear this about two people's union, not 10 people's union, not, you know, the 258 people that's coming to the wedding to eat up your food, look at the pictures and, uh, wear something comfortable just to look at you, make a commitment that you're probably not going to stick to. It's, it's more than that. Right. And balancing businesses and personal lives in a purposeful way is important and it should be important to the person you're giving love to. Loving and respecting boundaries is a test of love. It's never all good, but is it good enough to grow with, build with, and commit to? And that's what you need to ask yourself. You know, is this person 
showing me values and standards that I want to deal with for the next 15 years, for the next 20 years, for the next 25 years. Because I think people be talking, but they don't really understand that. Just like your taste buds, probably every 17 or every seven years, your person is going to change. What they hated, I kind of like now. Um, What they said I would never try, they won't try it now. Um, what they said uh, they will never allow, they allowing their kids to do it or they allowing their grandkids to do it. And you just like, oh my God, who is this person? They never let me do such and such or they never wanted me to do such and such. Now that's all they talk about because people deserve the space to grow with you and change with you. And if you say you loving somebody and you don't have the space to grow with them and change with them in a way that both of y'all can comp- compromise on, then why the fuck are y'all together? Because honestly, my heart been broke two times in my life. I'm only 34. And the saddest part about it was me going over times where I really, I really dug deep on how to show up for a person and how to um, be sentimental in my approach on things. And I'm just like, fuck, I wasted my effort. It wasn't like, oh my God, I can't get this dick no more. Because whether you broken up or not, whether y'all seeing eye to eye or not, when it comes to men, oh, they going to give you that dick. They going to give you that dick, whether they single, uh, they going to give you that dick, whether they married, they going to give you that dick, whether they hate you or not. A lot of men out here are fucking women that they fucking hate. A lot of men out here fucking women that they have kids with that they won't even give two cents to. And a lot of women out here using men just to fund their lifestyle and they don't give a fuck if they stop breathing. They will watch you stifle. So don't get it twisted. Just because somebody out here giving you parts don't mean shit. You're not better than the next bitch and you're not better than the next man. Sometimes in adults... Getting your nut off is the epitome of you scratching the corner of your eye real good. Or getting that ear itch that you've been dying to get. After that, it means nothing. Right? After I watch some motherfucking porn and I go into a new category and I see some shit, I'm just like, oh, this looks interesting. And I get a nut off. I don't even remember it no more. I don't even know what I looked up. I know I wiped off my safari. I know I erased my history. I know I put my phone on airplane mode and I took my ass to sleep. And in the morning, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Some people are out here really dealing with people like that on a daily basis. Because the reality is a lot of men can't look themselves in the mirror and be like, my dick is good enough to provide this woman ultimate satisfaction until the casket drop. A lot of men feel like they don't have to improve their intimacy with the person they're fucking or they're with. They just feel like, oh, I give you dick every day. Um, I ain't never said you can't have dick. She also says she ain't never want dick without more options or, or techniques or, uh, 
different kinky spontaneous shit that she wanted to try who signed up for dull dick when they got married i know i'm not i know i'm not like there is no meet somebody court somebody date somebody um you know interact with somebody meet the other person's family vice versa y'all get engaged y'all get married and then you got them no you have to continuously date this person pour into this person love this person do for this person be considerate and kind to this person understand this person communicate with this motherfucker until you know life tells you okay But shit be short-lived because people be going into marriage and committed relationships about themselves and they be selfish about why they're there. And they be hiding who they truly are. And I was talking to Juice on a tweet a few weeks ago and I'm just like, I don't have any uh, pity for anyone in a marriage you know, with kids acting as though they're sexually satisfied, but in somebody else's DMs, wanting them to peg them, wanting them to do other kinky shit on them. Did you ask your your mate? Did you ask the person you're married to first? Are they telling you absolutely not? Is this something you always wanted? Like, y'all, y'all not scared of shit. Men and women, y'all be really to dip y'all dicks in anything. Put y'all pussies on anything just for a couple of minutes of pleasure. And I'm just like, dog, you don't value your life. You don't want to be here for your kids. Like, make it make sense. It don't make sense. A great way for me to know if the right people that claim they support or listen to me or checked out my show. Um, I gauge it from where they're contacting me at. So if you've been consistently checking out She Gets a Pod and following along and subscribed and, um, you know, sharing and tapped in, you would know that there's a one-stop shop called www.shambypodden.com. You would know that you're able to reach me on most of my social media at shambypodden on Twitter, IG, um, on Good Pods, and period. If you hashtag it, you're going to find me. If you put it in, you're going to find me. You'll know that there's still merch on She Gets a, she gets a Shop with Teespring. You'll still know that There's books, there's products you can get for your podcasting. And you will still know that I'm still pushing the Real Relationship Rapport with Dungeon, Loudmouth Stereo Podcast with Greg from Young Black and Bothered. You would know that, you know, I'm still in the spaces on Twitter sometimes. I'm still on Stereo at She Gets the Pod. So you can find me if you need to find me. But those out here are being phony and you know trying to add me but they private and I don't know who they are I'm gonna keep not knowing who you are okay so if you guys want to check me out y'all know where I'm at 
My host for the show is Red Circle. It is a web-based platform for podcasters. I am an indie podcaster because I'm not backed by a million dollars. I'm out here doing the work. Uh, There is over 900 and something episodes for She Gets a Pod. The numbers are currently lower on Apple because I made a lot of those episodes exclusive, which are the older ones and uh, sometimes the collabs after a couple of days. So if you want to make sure you're getting all of me without getting in my guts physically, (laughs) you can subscribe uh, for the exclusive episodes on Red Circle and uh, the subscriptions are available in price on shambipodden.com. Now, back to the show. Back, back to the show. Back, 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 back. Too many of y'all using unhealthy tests to gauge the worth of the love that's in your relationship. And when you play with people's emotions, uh, their time, and their openness to tell you their deepest thoughts, shit that they won't share with other people. You ruin it for the people after you. You ruin it for yourself and you ruin it for them. So never anything when it's dealing with other human beings is always about you. It's never that. Like when you when you getting to know somebody, do you ever ask yourself, does the person you love align with what you love about yourself already? Because a lot of people think, oh, when you love someone, you don't have to be um, equally yoked. Like that's unnecessary. And I'm not going to tell anybody how their love has to be because if a person doesn't have to be equally yoked, however you take that in life for you, That's for you. For me, I don't want to backtrack on my values to get somebody to catch up where I am about how I love myself. I don't want to love myself so good and in a consistent way to the point that I'm with someone that doesn't even know where to start. Because I got to be honest about the fact that I don't have the patience, nor am I trying to have the patience to teach someone who's going to struggle because as humans, we struggle to learn who the fuck they are when I'm already (laughs) like probably 65% to where I'm getting to know who the fuck I am. It's not fair to them. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to our children, like, and, and that's why, like, everybody that looks good on paper might not be good for you. Everybody that, you know, out here have friends, or oh, I have this friend, or I should um, introduce y'all to you. Y'all be so cute together. We're not in middle school. We're not in elementary. Like, that's not how you bring two souls and two people together in life to do life. Life is fucking ghetto. I need, I need somebody that's equipped with that protect your neck energy, that personality that's ready for whatever, that's been through some shit and understand that 
I value my time so much that I'm not even going to play with you and give you my number if I know you ain't it. I don't need five months to figure out you ain't it for me. I probably need the first day, the first 10 minutes, um, the first few couple of discussions, and I'm just like, nah. And women, you have to respect a man's nah. And men, you got to respect a woman's nah. They don't owe you an explanation on why it's a no. They don't need to convince you that it's a no. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your entitlement to yourself. And move the fuck on. Because who the fuck wants somebody that doesn't want them? Who wants to do for somebody that won't give it back? Nobody should. But people fake like they do. Stop faking like you want what people want when you don't want that shit. A person that is truly loving and supportive is everything. And I hope that everybody that deserves that gets to feel that and experience that. Getting through love, you got to be honest, brave, and willing to lose to gain every day. It's the ultimate gamble. A lot of people who want love won't have it at its best potential because they're too scared to go for it. And I'm not blaming them for being scared because shit, I ain't never lived with a man before. I've heard horror stories. I've heard horror stories with women living with men. And that's not something that I'm trying to do. So, um, you just gotta be smart about what you're doing and who you're doing that with in order to see if that's the best position for you to be in because everybody else can't afford that. A lot of um a lot of men tell me, you know. You might not want to date right now. You might want to not want to talk to any men right now or give any men your time. But you know, the longer that you wait, the harder it is that you're going to meet somebody. I'm just like, that's a motherfucking risk I'm willing to take. Because unlike many people, I'm completely comfortable by myself. I'm able I can't be like, you know what? When I'm 50, I'm going to be able. When I'm 60, I'm going to be able. When I'm 90, I'm going to be able. I don't know. But I also got to be honest with myself about the fact that if I, if I lied to myself and I said, you know what? Right now, I'm ready for a relationship. I'm all in. And I meet a man and I pursue him and I make him believe that that's what I really want. And I don't want that right now. I will be disrespecting him every day. I will be disrespecting the other people that love him that can't get his time because he's spending his time with me thinking that's what I want every day. And so only real, only the real ones will respect the fact that I'm, I could honestly say like, yes, I'm single. No, my pussy's not dusty. There's a person for that. 
but I don't see any future in that person in the way that I need. So therefore that's where that starts and finishes. But at the same time, as far as a relationship and being fair and reciprocating my time and energy in that, I cannot give that right now. I don't want to give that right now. And all human beings have a right to say so about what they want. You gotta, people have to learn to respect people who know what they want and it doesn't align with the things that you want. And it's a fucking pity, but oh well. People carry like these invisible uh, senses of, of entitlement. Of you, but you must, you gotta try. Well, just go on one minute, give him a second chance. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out here disrespecting any man's time or his energy. I'm not about to give you my number and I'm not going to answer. I'm not gonna give you the illusion that you have a chance and you don't. I'm not looking for a replacement, right. And so we all have to be okay with good days, sad days, angry days, days of disappointment, and great days. That's love. Write it out as long as it's good time shared and growing and not fading. A lot of people be like, oh, I'm with them because I've known them for 20 years and we've had all these great times in the past together. But when was the most recent great time that you've had together? Um, um, okay. Two years ago, what are some, you know, great moments that you guys had together or trips that you've taken or dates that you went on? Um, I mean, but we live together, so, or, you know, we see each other. If the good times are fading and your time spent together is growing, that's an issue. I don't want to have to look back five years to remember some good shit between the person I'm spending most of my time with. I don't want to have to look back 10 plus years or when my kids were younger to be like, yeah, those were good times and not have anything recent to talk about. Keep dating your wife or your husband. And if you don't want to get married, keep dating the person that y'all agreed to have a commitment to and are truly honest and happy about it. Because I don't want to be with anybody that's not truly happy. I don't want to be with anybody that doesn't want me to be there. I don't want to have the illusion of what it is when it ain't. And I know a lot of people is like, everybody needs somebody. You going to need somebody. I am. I might. But for right now, I'm not willing to lie to anybody to have somebody. And the reality is a lot of people are willing to lie to somebody to have a body. (laughs) Play that back. A lot of motherfuckers are comfortable lying to somebody to have a body. They don't give a fuck about that person's character. They don't care about their wants, their aspirations. They don't care about um, their losses. They don't care about the fact that they're grieving. They don't care that they're exhausted. They don't care about their health. They don't give a fuck about their kids. They just worried about how am I going to get me out of you 
without having to give you something. And I just want y'all to understand that. Love is a wave of shit. It ain't all good and it ain't all bad, but you got to be willing to afford it. Afford that gamble. A lot of people be like, I don't gamble. You know, that's not my style. If you loving somebody out here that doesn't owe you shit, that always has a green light to be able to walk out your life, you're gambling, shout it. You're gambling. Okay? The only thing or things or people you can have, give birth to, give love to in this world and leave this world and still be that is your children. That's why I don't understand how motherfuckers pick other people who are not tied to them biologically over their kids. If I die today, I'm still going to be my kid's mother. If I was married and that man divorced me, I'm just going to be his ex-wife. Like he has no other ties to me other than that. It's not going to be our kids because I'm not marrying who I had kids with. That's out the question. And it's not, you know, being, oh, you're so logical about it. You don't even, it's not that, it's the reality of it. And sometimes the reality don't look as pretty as the illusions people create. So love is a wave of shit. And I don't know about you, but I'm picky about mine and I'm going to stay picky. And if you don't like it, fuck it. But thank you for listening to She Gets a Podcast. I appreciate y'all. Check me out. Don't forget to leave a review, share the show, buy some merch, you know, whatever you need to do. And you can find me and all of the things that I am in on shambypodden.com. Peace.